it isn't enough just to do a speech. Doing a speech is good, but to really be a good speaker, you have to go even beyond just doing the speech. Something else needs to occur. And maybe you felt this. You've given a speech, you've given a talk, and you thought, it's just not, it's not getting there. It's not going there. Maybe you didn't know what was missing. Maybe you had no idea what was missing. You just give a talk and you kind of inform people and, and they kind of learn something and then they went away and it just all kind of vanished. And I know, well, maybe that's the way it's supposed to be. That, that's kind of just the way speaking is. But it doesn't need to be that way. Speaking can be tremendously powerful, tremendously useful. If you learn about all about how you transform your audience. Ideally, your audience should start one way. Hear your speech, get transformed, and become a different way. If you're just giving a speech and your audience comes in your speech, hears it, goes out the same way, then really, frankly, they wasted their time. They wasted their time. If people hear what you're talking about, and they just have the same sort of worldview, the same sort of everything that they come at, nothing happened. You didn't need to give the speech. It didn't affect them. So maybe thinking, well, how do you affect people? How do you really affect them and get them going? Well, the answer is, you get them to do things differently. You get them to do things differently. And if you can get your audience to do things differently, and see things differently, then there's a real transformation that occurs. Where the life is going one way, and they're doing things one way. They hear your speech, they hear about how to do things differently, they start doing things differently, and their life gets better and it's transformed. And that's the goal. It's really what you want people to do. To take actions based on your speech. To take actions based on what you're talking about. That's the key for a speaker. So now you may be thinking, Tim, okay, how do I get the audience to take action? How do I get the audience to make sure that they're going to take that transformational action so they come out the other side? Well, there are things you can do. Very clear, definite things you can do to get that audience to take the action you need them to take. If you don't do them, the audience is just going to sit there, remain the same. They're not going to change. If you do them, the audience most likely will make that change and make that transformation. Because remember, the audience comes to you, and you're speaking, and your speech is because, presumably, they want to get something out of it. They need what you're talking about. They need what you're saying. But the only way they're going to get it is if they actually start taking action on it. They actually start doing the things you're talking about. So you really in their best interest that you help them take this action and transform themselves. Now the things to do, some of them are one thing at least is pretty obvious. Pretty basic. Most speakers are going to do that. But there's a few other things in there that still are important and you need to think about. Then again, there are other steps to take that maybe aren't as basic, aren't really thought about as much as action-taking steps, and yet they're key, as you will learn. So today you're going to find out about what you really can do to get your audience to take that action. What you really can do to get your audience to say, okay, yeah, I get it, all right, I think I'm going to do that. Think I'm going to do that. And once your audience starts taking that action and starts doing things, then you're going to notice a difference. 
you ought to notice a certainty, a confidence, a vitality about your speeches that you hadn't had before. Because now, as you go through it, the audience's energy comes into you, and as you start getting your audience to taking action, you start building an action. You start being in sync with your audience. Your audience starts being in sync with you, and it's a tremendously powerful feeling as you kind of work together, speaker and audience, kind of combining into one as you give that talk, as you give that presentation. And because of that syncing, much, much more likely the audience will take the action you're talking about. And they will take that action to do something to transform their lives. And of course, that's the whole point of things. So now you're going to learn about how to get your audience to take that necessary action. As mentioned, the first step is kind of obvious. And most speakers do it already, to some extent. They can do it a little bit more, but they definitely do it a little bit. And this is important because in doing this first thing, then they start really to make that connection with their audience. At least the audience knows what they're supposed to do. And that's really key. The audience has to know what to do and how to understand what to do. So this first thing is important. As mentioned, pretty obvious. Because the first thing you have to do, if you want the audience to get action, from the audience's point of view, what you really want the audience to do is to hear it. Hear it. And that just means the audience has to hear what they're supposed to be doing. Maybe you're thinking, Tim, well, that's obvious. Of course, the audience has to hear what they're supposed to be doing. How can the audience do something if they can't hear what you're talking about? But in order for the audience to hear it, they have to also understand it. And that means you've got to be really careful how you say it. If it's really complex and there are a lot of words and five or six syllables and multifaceted variables and the sixth triumvirate and this kind of stuff going on, it's like, it's too confusing. I don't know what to do. And worse yet, even if your audience decides they do want to do it, because these words have so many different interpretations, one part of the one couple people over here think, well, I should do this. Some people over there think, I should do the exact opposite. Some people think, oh, I'll do something different here. And even if you motivate your audience to action, it'll be the wrong action. Because they didn't really hear it. They didn't hear it because they had all these huge words to deal with. You want to make it absolutely clear. Absolutely clear to the audience what exactly they're supposed to be doing. You do it by keeping that simple and making sure you have words of only one or at most two syllables. So they get it. And that way, the whole audience gets and hears what you're talking about. They all hear it. They all hear, oh, that's what I'm supposed to do. That's the next step. All right, I get it. I understand it. And when you explain things so clearly, so distinctly, so correctly, and the audience suddenly understands it, like, oh, okay, yeah, all right. I can do that. Then you start taking that step that really opens up your audience to thinking, all right, this, this is possible. I can transform. I can make this change. Because they know what they're supposed to do. They understand what they're supposed to do. And that means take a look over what you're asking the audience to do, and just make sure it's really, really clear. 
Try it on a test audience and ask them, what are you supposed to do? If they can't answer you after your speech, you got some work to do. Because people should at least be able to hear it and understand, okay, that's it. That also means when you describe the action step they're supposed to take, to make it short, powerful, direct. So they get it. Say, so, oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, I understand that, I hear it, I hear it. So your audience can't understand it, they can't do it. So you're talking about it, make sure it's understandable, they get it, say, okay. And then, they got it. Then they have the beginning of a place to go. Now, as mentioned, there's more things that need to be done. We'll get to that in a little bit. But at least they've got that beginning. They can think, okay, all right, I hear you. I hear what you're talking about, all right. You want me to do this. I get it. And they really do get it. And that means your whole audience at that moment is thinking of the same thing. And that's where that powerful energy comes in. You get that audience clicking in. Click. And you're talking about it, and they're getting it, and that's where you get that kind of resonance between the speaker and the audience. You're all thinking and thinking about the same thing. Because your audience hears it. You made sure your audience hears it. They all get it. So the first thing you want to do, make the audience hear it. Now after the audience hears it, there's something else you need to do to make sure that the audience is going to take that action you want them to take. All right, so far your audience hears it. They hear it. They hear what you're talking about. You're using clear, simple, easy to understand language, one or two syllables, and they're thinking, okay, all right, I hear that. All right, all right, okay, great. And many speakers will stop there and say, okay, they hear it, that's enough. But there's something you can do even more. Even more to help them focus their minds, focus their brains in doing that thing. Something so powerful, it'll be almost as if they're doing the thing itself just by doing this extra step. So yes, they hear it, but it goes a little bit beyond. And that simply is to imagine it. Imagine it. Imagine it. Amazing thing happens. When you imagine something, when you picture it, picture it in your head, and just tell people, picture yourself doing it, see yourself doing it. Once you start doing it, get them to imagine it. Because once people start imagining something, it's like an amazing thing happens. When you start analyzing the brain, people imagining doing something has the same effect as the people who are actually doing something. In other words, if you start imagining yourself running, you activate the same parts of your brain that are activated when a person is running. If you imagine yourself speaking, you really picture yourself speaking, the same parts of the brain are activated as if for the people who are speaking. So you do this test, start saying, oh look, supposed to imagine something, same parts of the brain light up. That means that from the brain's point of view, there is no distinction between you imagining something and actually doing it. It's the same thing. That's why if you imagine things, sometimes you're trying to figure out, okay, did I actually do that? And you think you did because you're imagining it. 
So I'm imagining now, did I do that? I think I did because I'm thinking about it and it's as if I'm doing it right now. Now, of course, there is a little bit of limitation. People have a certain sense of, okay, I did it, I'm imagining it, but I'm not doing it. But it's powerful. Very powerful. And just by getting to imagine that thing, really imagine it and really picture that in their mind, all of a sudden, brain starts activating. It's like, oh, all of a sudden all those ideas, all those thoughts again are focused on that thing. So they're saying it. You're saying it. They're hearing it. Because you're saying it. They're hearing it. And also, they're imagining it. And their mind goes off as if they're actually doing it. And that is pretty powerful. Pretty powerful. They hear something, they imagine something, all of a sudden it's much more likely they're going to do it. Because they have that feeling that they're doing it. As they're imagining it, they feel like they're doing it. Which means they're laying down pathways in their brain for getting that thing done. They're laying down pathways in their brain that say, okay, this is how you do it. This is the way it goes. Okay, here, here it is. Here's the path. No problem. Anytime you want to do that action again, it's all thought out. It's all ready to go. Brain's got it all in place. Just ready to just take that action. So by getting people to really imagine it, imagine it, all of a sudden, much more likely that they're actually going to do what you're talking about. And once they start imagining things, and they really start going to imagining things, and then you're getting closer. You're getting much closer. They're starting to imagine things. You're starting to be into things. You've got it in your mind. They've got it in their mind. They hear it. They imagine it. Much more likely that something actually will be done. It will actually take a step. And some people, that'll be enough. So, okay, I hear what you're saying. I understand all the parts to it. I'm imagining doing it. All right, I'm going to go out and do it. That's fine. Fine for me. And that's great. That's great. But of course, not everybody is going to be convinced entirely. There's one more thing you can do to really push it over the edge. One more thing you can do to really make sure people take that action you want them to take. All right. People at this point are hearing it. They're hearing it. They're hearing what you're talking about. They understand all the different parts and how everything all kind of fits together. Not only that, they're imagining it. They're imagining it. Right there in their heads. Everything is coming together like they're actually doing it. It's the same sort of effect in their minds. Imagining the doing, it all kind of flows together. But there's one more thing you can do. One more thing you can do to really take it out of this kind of imagination and really put it down into actuality and really focus them on doing that thing. It's a simple thing, it's a powerful thing. Many, many speakers don't do it, but you can do it and get people much more likely to take action. That is to get your audience to write it down. Write it down. See, so far, everything's kind of in the brain. And the brain is very powerful. No question about it. People hear it, Okay, they go on all the parts, they imagine it, it's as if they're doing it. But the thing about the brain is it naturally forms connections. 
So one idea leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next, and it forms these little chains of things. And pretty soon you start here, and you get all the way over to here, because that's what the brain does. It makes these connections, which creates kind of an issue when you want people to focus on one thing, and your audience says, okay, yeah, there they are. And then pretty soon all your audience's different minds are going all different places. They start the same place, but they kind of go, because it's all imagination, it's all in the head. Unless they write it down. When you write it down, you focus your mind. All of a sudden, all these different thoughts kind of all out here, boom, you focus your mind, there it is, it's written down, it's in stone, that's it. And that's the power of writing things down. It focuses the mind. And if they write it down, what you want them to do, now they're really, really likely to do it because of all the other things that went on beforehand. Now, of course, that means in writing it down, you've got to be very clear about it. If you've got a humongously long, convoluted, sort of, take 33 points to try to the hypotenuse of the third triangulation and do the confibulation of the... No one's going to write that down. Too complex, too, too confusing. But if you have something very clear to write down, the audience can do much more likely to do it. But it's got to be clear. One thing to think about in creating this clear phrase is think about creating a phrase that stays. Ten words or less that stick in your audience's mind. Ten words or less that stick in your audience's mind. Now, they're imagining things, great. So if they're going to write something down, make sure it's very, very clear what they're supposed to write down. Because what they write down won't be all the details, but it'll be enough to trigger the thoughts about everything else. And that's really the whole point. When they write it down, they aren't writing down every single thing they do, because as mentioned, the mind creates connections. So if they just write down some trigger phrase, that'll get everything back. All they write down the phrase, oh yeah, okay, then all the other stuff you talked about in your talk comes back to them. Because that's the way the mind also works. One phrase can trigger the rest of the speech. So whatever they write down, make it be short, make it to the point, powerful. That'll trigger the rest of the speech. It focuses them on what they're talking about, but it also serves as an anchor and a trigger for remembering things later. It's amazingly powerful. You can try that. It just have some sort of phrase, or something that, that happens and you remember one part about it, just write down that part, and you realize, when you look at that phrase you wrote down, you'll send everything about it that, you, that happened will come back just because of that phrase. So write it down. Once you start doing that, your audience writes everything down, and be clear. You may be thinking, Tim, how do you get your audience to write things down? Tell them, write this down. So all you need to do, write this down and say exactly what you want them to write it down and they will. The goal of a speech is to transform your audience. Once your audience is started here, get transformed and become something entirely different over here. To make that happen, you have to get your audience to take action. If you get them to take action, there are a few things you can do. One thing, of course, is get your audience to hear it. 
hear it. State very clearly exactly the action you want your audience to take. Very, very clearly, using small words, one or two syllables at most. So your audience gets it, and they think, okay, yeah, I know what you're supposed to do. All right. I know the things I'm supposed to do here. All right, I get it. So make sure they hear it. And they understand, okay, these are the steps you want. And after they hear it, then let them imagine it. Imagine it. Imagination is powerful because if you imagine something, it's the same as if you're doing it. You imagine something the same as if you're doing it because the same parts of the brains are triggered. Imagine yourself running, same parts of your brain are triggered as if you're actually running. Amazingly powerful. So if you imagine things, tell your audience, picture yourself, see yourself, imagine, and you talk about taking those steps, all of a sudden your audience is doing that in their head. As if, and feeling like they're actually doing the thing. This starts laying down track, laying down the groundwork later on for them to actually do the thing. So it becomes a lot easier. They've already practiced it through in their mind what to do. Their mind is already primed for all this action. Ready to go. And one more thing and you can seal the deal. And that is to write it down. Write it down. When it's in the mind, it just kind of floats. It's all over the place. This, 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 that. Okay, great. But if you write it down, all of a sudden all this floating stuff, boom, comes down to reality. Because that's what your mind does. It makes connections. So as this floating leads to different ideas. Your audience starts in the same place, and then their mind kind of drifts off into different areas. But if they write it down, boom, all of a sudden everything gets right back into that thing. Not only that, but if you write it down, the audience has a trigger. That phrase you write down, or get them to write down, will trigger the rest of the learning. Just in re remembering that phrase, oh yeah, that's what they talked about, and that's what they talked about, that's what they talked about, because the mind forms change. The brain forms change. This leads to that, leads to that, leads to that. So this phrase can trigger off a whole bunch of different things just from that phrase. And that's how you can transform an audience. Incredibly powerful ways. And once you get your audience to take that action, to do what you're talking about, then they really can get on and start doing the things they need to do in their lives. Then they can start getting on and doing the stuff you're talking about. Because you're up there speaking, you're taking the time to speak, and go in front of your audience. Because you think there's something they need to do. Maybe it's something you learned in life. But you're now thinking, boy, if I really knew how to do this before, I'd be so much better off. And now you're giving the audience the benefit of your experience. But the only way they get the benefit is if they do something. You motivate them to do it. You get them to do it. They understand exactly what they're supposed to do. They imagine, they picture it, they write it down. All of a sudden, they're doing it. And that transformation occurs. And their life goes off in a whole new direction. It wouldn't have gone in if they hadn't made that change. Their life goes in a whole new area. It wouldn't have gone in if they hadn't taken the chance and said, okay, I think I can do that. All right, I'm going to do that. And gone off in that direction. And that's the whole thing. Once you start doing that, start getting in front of the audience, making that transformation, getting people to hear it, 
You can see your audience actually hearing and absorbing it. And then you start seeing your audience is really imagining what you're talking about. And then you get your audience to write it down by saying, hey, write this down. You just have an incredible feeling of connection, incredible feeling of satisfaction, incredible feeling you really are doing something important. When you talk to people afterward, they say, boy, I remember that speech was so great, it transformed my life, I'm glad I took those actions. Then you know you're really helping. And it all begins getting your eyes to hear it, imagine it, and to write it down.